Welcome to episode number 29. This is the space of in between and we have Samantha's coming back. I'm so happy. I love sitting down with Samantha. She's one of our senior nomad teachers and she's sharing a little bit of how what has happened since the last time we heard from her. So that's coming up in a moment and um, real quick, uh, as I record this, I'm preparing for my trip to visit my family in Santa Fe and by the time you guys hear that, I will probably be there. Yeah, I'll be there <laughs> um, enjoying some time off. But what's happening for you to join Nomadland is we have our retreats happening in Belize in November with Becca Roberts and myself. That's November 17th through 22nd. There's already spots filling up, so get yours soon. We have an early Nomad special until July. And uh, Bali, I'll be leading a retreat in Bali in March 2020, March 1st through the 10th. And we're going back to um, this beautiful sacred space, but I'll also be sharing lots more than what I did before. I'll be offering, yes, it's a yoga retreat, but also bringing Movement 109 into it. And I will be getting my, um, my training in breathwork, so I might even be sharing that there as well. Um, so that's happening in March. And then we have, if you want to dive deeper into your own practice or want to explore this world of teaching, we have our 200 hour teacher training happening. So 200 hours and beyond this fall in the Hudson Valley. You can go and find out all about all these things at Nomad Always at Home. And uh, yeah, let's get to hear what Sam has to share with us. All right, here we are. Hi, Samantha. Hi, Phoebe. I am a noodle now. <laughs> oh, good. I cooked you. <laughs> yeah, we just we just did a Thai yoga massage or Thai massage. Wait, what do we call it? Yeah, Thai, Thai massage. yoga massage. Thai yoga massage. Both. Yeah. Either. Yeah. I don't. I. It'll be interesting to see if we if I say sentences this <laughs> this time. So why don't we have you talk and. Um, Catch up on what your life has been like since the last time we sat here on a podcast. Okay, that yeah. sounds good. Um, I think it's a little like kind of serendipitous now that we're doing our next podcast in this location. So I'm in, we're sitting in my new office space. Mm -hmm. I moved out of my basement and into the world. <laughs> <laughs> and out, it just, yeah, a little more exposed, a little more public. Um, and I learned through a little bit of research uh, that I technically cannot have a yoga business and PT business in one. So I, we are now sitting under the roof of full being physical therapy. <laughs> full being physical therapy. Uh, full with one L. Yeah, because uh, your last name is Fulton. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. I love it. So I still have I Am Sam Yoga because mm -hmm. I kind of have to. Yeah. Um, if I want to teach private yoga still, yeah. um, which I do, because I do have plenty of clients that just want yoga sessions. Um, and I also now have a physical therapy business. Yes. Um, and we were just kind of talking about, about that, how I'm having a bit of judgment around that uh, on myself and also think you know like the imposter syndrome thing where you yeah. think others are judging you and it's mainly professionally but I know that nothing is really only in one facet of your life it's probably you know personal and being weaved through all all things 
So I'm definitely experiencing that. And I think it comes with any kind of growth or expansion, um, the fear and the doubt and the questioning and like, who am I? Like, oh yeah. shit, what did I just do? Like, am I actually a physical therapist? <laughs> Well, you know, yeah. yeah, and just to kind of go back to our last conversation yes. on the podcast was you were talking about your kind of breaking away from your nonlinear thinking, yes, right, and how <laughs> you didn't really even want to be labeled as a physical therapist. That's why you left that world to mm-hmm. teach yoga and to mm-hmm. do your private clients, and now it's like you're full circling back into it Yes. Uh, <laughs> with this you know, what you said, imposter syndrome is like, who do you think you are kind of thing? Yes, exactly. Um, So who do you think you are? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is the question. (laughs) As you get into a new box. Um, I think we're kind of of talking this about what we were saying when we talked about this podcast episode. We're like, yeah, outside of the box, thinking outside of the box box. or yeah, being outside of the box, living outside of the box. And I think that's what I'm doing with PT now. I've done it with, I guess, a lot of other things, just kind of like finding myself outside of all the roles. But, um, you know, I have a degree in PT and I have an active license. And so I'm always going to be held to that. Um, there's a certain degree that I have to like kind of play by the rules. Um, if I want to like cover my ass Mm -hmm. and keep seeing people under like good legal, you know, standings and, um, sort of be like a reputable, legitimate practitioner. Mm -hmm. Um, and I do put my hands on people. And so that's my license to touch Mm -hmm. is, uh, physical therapy. So whether I'm doing yoga or not, and by the way, I kind of think like yoga makes its way into every single thing that I do oh, yeah. and everything that I teach and every person I talk to and every um, exchange. So uh, yes, you know, yoga is weaved into everything. And, um, you know, now that I'm here kind of under this roof as a, as a PT, um, it's still not PT as I knew it. It's not at all what I've found any other practitioner doing. Mm -hmm. And I am learning how to be okay with that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I am working on being comfortable in that and not thinking like, oh, man, I don't have a bike. (laughs) I don't have ankle weights. Like, I'm not training athletes. I'm not, you know, I don't have a, you know, an ultrasound machine. Mm -hmm. And but that's not what I want to do. That's not what I want. And if I, and I, sometimes I get pulled away from what I know myself to be. I get pulled away by seeing what other people are doing. I think that's natural. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh man, this PT is doing this. Oh man, this PT is doing that. And these are all PTs that I respect and mm-hmm. I respect the work that they're doing. Um, but that's also not me and that's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm learning to say that's okay Yeah. and actually believe that that's okay. Good. Because we need you. <laughs> oh. We need you as you. Yeah. So I need me as me. Like I need me as me. Yeah. I've been not me before mm-hmm. in the workforce and I don't want want that. It doesn't last. It's yeah. it's it's not sustainable for me. Yeah. I feel that you are very holistic in this new step so far of what I've seen. I'm wondering how has it shifted for you? I mean, you're still doing what you were doing in your basement. It's yes. just now you have this label <laughs> called PT on mm-hmm. top of it, even though you had this label yeah. prior, but it, and you were doing what you were doing. So what is shifting for you? I mean, how are you? 
Is it just that mindset of, oh, now, shit, I'm being called on as a PT? Or is, or are you, or is your approach shifting? That's a really interesting question. Um, it's definitely the mindset, for sure. Um, it's not necessarily my approach with my established clients and patients that have been coming to me mm-hmm. already. They know who I am, they know what I do, and they were drawn to me for a reason, and I was drawn to them for a reason, and it works. The relationship works yeah. um, for for a reason. And so that's, like, solid, and I don't question that. Um, it's mainly now attracting new clientele and patients mm-hmm. that are seeing either signs. I mean, I really haven't marketed at all um, yet. I, I don't know if I will. I don't know. I don't know what that's going to look like. Yeah. Um, but when people hear people that are not my patients or clients, when they hear that I'm not working in my basement anymore and I'm, you know, actually going to work now, they're like, Oh, like, Oh, Oh, are you going to accept insurances now? Oh, are you going to like, do you have a treadmill? You know, um, that kind of thing. Or do you have an office staff? Um, do you have AIDS? Uh, You know, so it's a lot of questions from people who are curious Mm -hmm. and they're, and I have to remember that people are curious and they're not judging me. Yeah. And maybe they are, and that's okay too. And I have to, you again, yeah. right, that's not my problem. Yeah. Um, but I have to be able to meet their curiosity um, with, like, integrity and with clarity. Mm. Uh, so that's what, I'm, that's what I'm working on. That's yeah. challenging for me. I recently had a colleague who's um, not a PT but a chiropractor, very well-respected in the community. We have a lot of similar clientele. We share a lot of a lot of people we refer back and forth to each other and she recently like she's like I love you so much I love what you do and so many of my clients love what you do she goes but somebody asked me oh what does she do <laughs> <laughs> and she and she was asking me with the most open loving heart and just pure curiosity and 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 I like kind of freaked out for a second in, in my mind I was like <laughs> Oh, what do I do? Shit. Yeah. I completely <laughs> understand that. You know, you're a pioneer in some way, you know? Like, I, I'm sure there are other people out there blending plenty all of, of this. Plenty of others. You know? Plenty of but others. But you are making it your own mix, you mm-hmm. know, your own special Samantha sauce. <laughs> and uh, it is. I, I feel I'm in the same place in some ways of, you know, what we were just talking before when we got on here is you were saying how it's similar and how I'm coming back to dance. And mm-hmm. yeah, this is very different from what I used to do on the stage and rehearse and audition and that life, just the lifestyle itself. But yes. then also the movement too has evolved too. I mean, it's not choreography. It's just me dancing as me and and help and opening up that door for other people. Yes. But when people ask me too, like, oh, what is movement one on nine? I'm like, I don't know. Just come. <laughs> yeah, just come and experience. Yeah. And I yeah. love what you said about, you know, their curiosity. It's like from that open space, that open heart, like you said, yeah. but to have what you said, integrity and clarity. Is that what you said? Integrity and clarity. Yes. That's so I think that's so true. And I think um, thank you for labeling it those those two words because I was sort of figuring it out myself um because I don't want to just say "Mm, like oh I don't know just come like I want to have something to to meet them with yeah that you know sounds grounded and is grounded 
you know. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. I think I was also, I mean, it's just so natural for you, perhaps. It, or you're, it's, it's yes. so intuitive. I'll see. Yeah, I feel like you're very intuitive. Like you're just, you're taking, like from the last conversation we had, you had these rules in terms of being in the PT and then you went to yoga and you learned those rules, but then you were sort of, you know, the last time we talked, you were just making it, realizing, oh, it's time to break these rules. Mm-hmm. And you really just dropped it down and I got did. into the, the root of it. And which has always been there this whole time for you. I can, I mean, even when you were teaching under the rules, yes. or whatever, let's say, um, I always felt that you, there was like, you were rooted in it. It wasn't just you going, like, here's the rules for this. And here's, now I'm doing this. Like, I never felt that you were, I don't, car- I hate that word. Compartmentalizing. Yeah. Compartmentalizing. <laughs> Compartmentalizing. I didn't feel like you were, I felt like you were always very integrated. Um, so it it was intuitive in that way but now I think that you are trying to define it in some way yes I'm kind of like uh, now kind of circling a little bit more back to not necessarily the rules and like guidelines and restrictions but like for instance I notice when I'm starting to feel a little scattered or not Mm -hmm. rooted I go back to Ashtanga like Mm -hmm. in my own practice I'm like I need a primary series day like boom I need like a this 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 that's mapped out for me like I need to go back to that and so sometimes maybe professionally that's what I need to do too like I'll take like a webinar you know even a one hour webinar I'm like you know on pelvic floor exercise okay good like and it'll (laughs) and it'll It'll bring me back to a certain extent and then go, oh, yeah, I know why I broke the rules now. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And you're getting you're getting that because it's another tool to use. Mm-hmm. But you're not just going, oh, okay, I'm going to listen to exactly what they said in that webinar. Right. You're going to now integrate it into what you're already doing. Right. Um, so I think that you've always done that. But maybe you're just, mag- it's under like a magnifying glass to a certain extent now. Because yeah. it's like you said, you're outside your house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Outside your basement. Yeah. Um, but what I was finding for me was I was kind of asking people who had already experienced, like for you, like I think I might have even did this for in front of you, you know, somebody new asked me, what is Movement 109? And then I turned to you and said, tell them what, what is it is. What is it? <laughs> because it's, it helps me too to see, because I have my own experience mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. it. Um and it is, it's very natural to me. And now I'm just trying to put words on it. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what you're also trying to do too. And that's what's giving me clarity is to hear what your words are, you know, who's experienced it now. That's a really um, great um, suggestion. <laughs> uh, maybe I should do that. Maybe I should. I mean, I have testimonials. Yeah, testimonials are definitely helpful. I they're, they're quite old though, so I might update them. That's a really yeah. good suggestion and then use other people's words yeah because they're the ones that are having that experience of it of my offerings yeah I felt because you said it free the word freeing every that's what the word is it seems to be the buzzword for (laughs) movement 109 is freeing oh definitely oh yeah I guess so so um but you I just I think that you are just so I just I, I always think in tune that's just how I feel with you. It's just so in tune. And I know you're looking at me like, oh, really? <laughs> no, I just wish I felt that more often. I do yeah. feel that at times. Yeah. And then other times I just fucking don't. 
Yeah, it's you know? so interesting, our perception of people and of ourselves, because I feel that you are constantly in tune. <laughs> yeah, somebody said yesterday, like I was saying, oh, you know, my anxiety. And they're like, wait, what? <laughs> you? Anxiety? And I'm like, you don't know me at all. And this person does really know me. <laughs> I guess I don't, I mean... Which kind of makes me nervous. I'm like, am I a really good faker or something? Like, I don't want to be a good faker. I'm usually no. pretty, like, I wear my heart on my sleeve. I'm usually pretty open. And, yeah. like, people just know what's up with me because I can't hide it. So I don't know how I'm, like, masking my shit. But, man, the shit's there. <laughs> I think because you're doing the work, you know, like, it's there. And you're being really vulnerable when it is. Like, you're like, oh, this is me being anxious. Yeah. Yes, I do. Oh, I, I, I call it what it is right away. As soon as I feel it, I'm like, fuck, here it is again. Yeah. And I think that's part of the, you know, I've been saying a lot lately and as like my own little mantra is awareness is the transformation. Mm. So just putting a word on it, like, oh, I'm anxious right now. Mm -hmm. It gives it less power. And I think that the person who is anxious, like, quote, unquote, anxious, Mm -hmm. and is trying to stuff it down, it's manifesting in so many other ways. Sure. And so maybe that's why this person in particular you're saying is like, huh, (laughs) Samantha, she's anxious? Because you just, you went to it right away. You're like, hey, anxiety, I know you're here. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there's, I I know the times where I haven't done that and it's shown up in like really ugly, ugly ways. So I don't, I don't like when that happens. I'd rather just call it what it is and face it and and also let it be there. Like I used to just be like, oh my God, I'm feeling anxious. I can't feel anxious anymore. Like stop it right away. Yeah. And now I'm just like, whoa. And I'll say it out loud even to people who, you know, it makes them feel uncomfortable, like, (laughs) you know, and people who love me and just don't want to see me that way. You know, it makes them feel uncomfortable, but I'm like, I don't care. I just am telling you that I'm an anxious mess today Mm. and I'll get through it. I'll, it'll pass. But right now this is, this is what I'm feeling. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just thinking about this theme of the box and how relevant that is Mm -hmm. because you are like, sort of putting yourself in this, like, I'm in the anxiety box right now. But just by saying that, you're outside of it. Totally. Well, yeah, because you can't talk inside of that anxiety box, and no. you can't reason yeah. inside of that. You have to step out of it yeah. to go, oh, it, look what that like is. Running back and forth, running back and forth. But when you just say, I'm in this yes. anxiety state, it's just freeing you just by that, mm-hmm. that transformation. Mm-hmm. And, I, yeah, I also realize how much, what when I can identify kind of what the sources are, like, oh, I think, okay, I think other people are judging me. You know, I think other PTs are going, she's not a real PT, mm-hmm. you know, and m- maybe they are somebody somewhere, mm-hmm. but, like, I don't need to take that on. No, and Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and most of the people that I have in my circle, most people, and I have plenty of colleagues that I've talked to that are so gracious and so open and have shared things with me and given me um, all kinds of tips and tools, and um, I'm so grateful for that. Yeah. I I have to trust that they're not judging me. I have to. What other choice do I have? What, am I going to have no friends then? Like <laughs> nobody to trust, you know? Yeah. Like the, I'm doing myself a disservice. Yeah. I'm like robbing myself of these like wonderful people who are like, sure, I'll help you out. Yeah. Like you're opening, you know, a place 
that is 10 minutes away from me, but you know, sure. I'll help you out anyway. Cause yeah. we're not going after the same clientele. Right. Like we're not, there's enough fish in the bike, sea. Like said, right. Like right. Right. But there's all, these are also people. Yes, you're right. Ultrasound. (laughs) Um, But there's also, these people also like understand that their people are going to be their people. Yep. And my people are going to be my people. And there's enough for both of us. And they're coming from that place of abundance too, not scarcity. And I don't think that I'd be asking advice from people that, you know, move from that place of scarcity. Yeah. So I have to trust. Absolutely. And so that, and it's my own issue when I'm not trusting and that and it's my own issue and that's ca- causing my angst my internal swirling yeah so uh that's thank you for pointing that out uh, the place of abundance versus scarcity because mm-hmm. I feel that at least in I don't know beyond where we are in the Hudson Valley I feel that there's so many um yoga studios oh and, yeah and there and I feel that there is like this sort of underlying current of that of scarcity and so maybe that is a little bit of why you have that um yeah that insecurity a little bit yeah uh because there is a lot of competition in that world and And you're breaking out of that world to a certain extent too and coming into another world that used to be a part of yeah I feel like anything it does it does and even more so like even more like macro like zoom out even more like Mm -hmm. we're living in a world that is sometimes moving from that place like just you know my resources my people my borderline like you know it's just it's you know my territory like so that that is everywhere it's everywhere it's like trickles down and it seeps its way into all kinds of things and it's hard to trust that like no that person can have their business and I can have my business and I can help the people that I'm supposed to help and they can too and Like, I'm all about, like, referring out. Like, if somebody's not right for me, right? If I I get, like, an athlete who wants to get better at, like, X sport, like, not my person. I'll send you to an amazing person down the street. Here you go. Or somebody, like, on a fixed income who needs to use their insurance. Like, you know, uh, here, I know a fantastic person right here. Go ahead, you know. Take your insurance. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, I just want people to be healthy and get the help that they need. I don't care who it's from, necessarily. Like, you know, I really do. I really do. I want people to be happy and and get what they're looking for. Yeah. Who is your person? Just to be there for a minute. My person that I refer to? No, just the person. Like, you were saying, you could... that I'll send you to the person for the athlete and the person. Like, who is your... Who is your... um, I want to say ideal. Like, who... Who are the people that are you're helping? Uh, oh, the practitioner or the yeah. oh the oh people okay are coming to you. Okay, so usually I if definitely athletes I send to John Nunez in no, Fishville. No, no, who are the people coming to you? Oh oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, but that's fine. You can give him a <laughs> yeah. Plug. He gave it. He gave it. Yeah, I gave him a shout out. Um, because he's been helping me so much too. He's been so gracious. Um, yeah, he's one of those one of those people who's been very very gracious. Um, who are my people? So I really have been drawn to lately, and they've been drawn to me. Um, new mothers. Um, who need a place of support. And I'm definitely not a pelvic floor, like, women's health specialist. I don't do any internal work or anything, but I definitely have a, a strong um, pull toward corrective therapeutic exercise, 
um, manual therapy for and and also breath work and meditation for these new moms, um, strength work and things like that as well. So that has been somebody who's been drawn to me m- mainly over the last year or so. Okay. Um, I feel very connected to mothers lately. Um, and also chronic pain, people who have been in chronic pain and have been through, you know, tradition, more traditional physical therapy with no lasting effects or have had surgeries or, um, like a chronic ailment. Um, yeah, that's who I, who I really, I, I, I really enjoy when they come to me and they're still trusting of the process and, and willing to put themselves you know, bring themselves here and and give themselves over to the process. So that has been really wonderful to work with that population. And then I really love when yogis come. (laughs) So people who have had a yoga practice or like want to have started a yoga practice and then go like, oh, you know, either an injury is limiting them from being in a class or just uncertainty. And they just like are seeking balance, seeking you know, hey, I really want to have longevity in my practice. How can I preserve, like, yeah. you know, like integrity in my practice? So I really love that. That's great. <laughs> Super fun. That's very fun. specific and a broad stroke. That's yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. I feel like sometimes I'm like, man, like, am I trying to be a jack of all trades kind of thing? Because wow. I have a lot of tools, but I, I don't think that's the case. I think that I can, I can potentially offer, um, to a lot of different people if that's what they're seeking. It's more about what the person is seeking, you know, because I want to meet somebody where they are. I don't want to just say, I do this. So if you don't want this, then don't come to me. I am willing to say, okay, if that's what you're looking for and I'm not that person, I definitely am like, you know, I'm not, I'm not right for you. But for the most part, if people are looking to bring mindfulness to any sort of movement practice, I'm your person. Mm -hmm. Um, Awareness to their body to their breath um I'm I'm that person somebody who's had experiences before where their other therapists or other um, modalities have not worked have not helped them um like with lasting effects yeah Yeah, let's try this let's try it I love it I love it because you do have somewhat of like the traditional um person that would go to PT like you were saying the kind of chronic injuries or dealing with surgery but then you also have the out of the box you know the Mm -hmm. mothers and the yogis um who are just need to you know have their own experience for what you know their own personal reasons so yes yeah yes exactly I'm glad you I'm glad you said that. Am I talking too much? I feel like I'm talking no, a lot. No, this is okay. a podcast. I know. That's what we're supposed to okay. do. Okay, okay. I'm just checking myself <laughs> for a second, but I, I, it sparked something, and I'm going to talk a little more. It. That's why. Um, Spark. And no, wait, I left. It left me for a second. Oh no, I came back. Good. Um, so <laughs> the other thing about traditional like PT is that yeah. you know typically you have a diagnosis or you have a complaint, a specific, okay, my shoulder hurts. Mm -hmm. And you go to the doctor and you get evaluated and they write a little script for shoulder pain or rotator cuff syndrome or whatever they say and bring it to a PT. And then the PT treats that body part Mm -hmm. and then discharges, right? Because their insurance pays for six visits for that diagnosis, for that code or 12 visits, and then that's it. So my my approach, which has also been challenging with like documentation and things like that, and this is another reason why I don't accept insurance, okay. um, is because I don't 
want people to think that they have to have something quote unquote wrong with them to mm-hmm. come through the door. So not just for yoga, but also for any sort of hands-on work. Like we're all working with imbalances. We're all working with asymmetries and, um, you know, waning ailments. Like not not ailments that necessarily stay or are really limiting a quality of life or limiting anything long-term. But why not for two weeks if you've had this nagging something Mm -hmm. or if you've noticed, you know, your right hip is higher than your left hip or, you know, in warrior two, you notice like your right SI joint is a little funny. Like, why not? Why can't you? Why can't you seek, you know, help for that? And you and essentially you can because, you know, insurance is not determining who I can can and can't see and for how long. So and I think the how long is also relevant, too, because Yeah, how does that doctor know, oh, six visits with the PT and then they'll be good? And I think that, I mean, I listen to um, people who say, oh, well, I did, you know, the required visits and it still hurts, so I just stopped going. Of course, yeah, absolutely. Like, oh, yeah, it was supposed to be exactly that amount of space and time and they don't, you know, continue on. So right. um, it is nice to have that open-ended because it is an ongoing conversation, right? Yeah. That shoulder pain might have actually something to do with your hip. Oh, my God. You know? Totally. Everything and, is everything. Yeah. People tell me all the time. They'll go, oh, well, I did have this. I'm not sure if this is related. I'm not sure if this is it's relevant. I go, everything's related. Yeah. Everything is everything. Like, tell me everything. Yeah. Like, or if you if you feel it's related, like, if you feel it's relevant, yeah. it's relevant. Yeah. You know? Like, it's. And I think we might have talked about this in our last conversation of Western mind of like yeah. how it is just basically that, like this isolated thing, right? The, the They're treating the symptom rather yeah. than the whole body. Yeah. Um, and so I think that that's what your approach is. And I guess that's what kind of what I've been saying about you being intuitive is that you are really looking at the body holistically. Mm-hmm. Like what is going on, not just in the shoulder that you're coming in for, but what's also happening elsewhere right and I do think that other other people are also like it's coming like that's much more um it's happening it's much more prevalent now than it was um and more more and more people are just going cash-based and concierge model instead of um you know contracting with insurance companies but um I do feel like hopeful for everybody that it's that it's happening I mean it's kind of a paradigm shift to like invest in your own health and like pay for your own care and pay for your own services. I know. I think people are getting kind of sick of health insurance and how much it costs and it's still not doing anything just overall. Um, And I think that there's a huge paradigm shift just in that. But then I'm also thinking about how I work with the military now in in some way, you know, we're, we're teaching them the tools of yoga and how they're so open to that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that the Western world is really kind of opening their eyes and ears and possibilities to seeing the whole picture mm-hmm. rather than just the symptom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, the symptom being sort of in the box to come back to our little theme. Yes. It's just, oh, let's see the, the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Um, yeah. What else? I'm less noodly now. And now you're getting your getting your <laughs> your wits about you again. No, you sounded pretty coherent <laughs> the whole time. I don't know if I did. No, like I'm blah, 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 blah. no. I had some caffeine without food, so I'm like, 
<laughs> a little buzzy. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, so what are you feeling? We're in this space. It's a really beautiful space. And I think I said last time we were here, I felt that it was very familiar. Yes. I think I've created <laughs> the same exact room, except bigger, <laughs> somewhere else. So my basement was so cozy and pretty small, super cozy. And I really felt always felt energetically good in it. <laughs> Um, and so now I have a space that's very similar. Yeah, <laughs> you pointed that out. You're like the windows in the same spot. There's two different height ceilings, like yeah. a little archway kind of thing. The color was similar. The window the was bigger. I was just like, everything feels a little bigger. Yeah. It's like, it yes. It has the same like Samantha vibe, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. It's really great. I love that. And you said, oh, my God, I just put myself in another box. Yeah. I was like, oops, it's the same box. It's just bigger. But no, it's That's different. That's okay. You're expanding. Yes, I'm expanding. Uh, but, you know, now you've been in here for, what, three weeks, you said? Three weeks. Yeah. And it's I'm settling still, in. Yeah, you're settling in and you're bringing in new clientele. And um, what is what is your life starting to look like now? Not just in your professional life. Is how is are other things shifting too? Um, do you foresee yeah, I, it or want to see it? Yes, I definitely foresee it and want to see yeah expansion in in all in all ways. But yeah, right now I've expanded my hours just a little bit because being outside of the house, I'm not limited by like the kids trampling in from the bus and <laughs> you know all of that. So I've work I'm working a little bit more, which I'm enjoying, and I really enjoy going to work. Um, it's an interesting thing. Like I have a little bit of time in between clients and at home, I also did that, um, you know, 15 minutes in between sessions and I would kind of, I was calling it, I was saying I was losing the space in between. <laughs> like I, that space in between, I'd be like, Oh, let me throw in a load of laundry or let me, you know, do this uh, dish that's in the sink at home, you know, but I'm like, no, I'm at work yeah. right now, you know, and it's really important to me to spend spend that time the reason why I have that time is so that I can mentally and physically reset yeah yeah like so are you able to do that here oh it's so much easier to do that here I'm much more readily available to that like Mm -hmm. focusing on my breath for you know a few minutes or doing a stretch that I need to do or you know doing a meditation to put down what I just did and start fresh with the next person yeah um so that's been really helpful and it feels it feels much better than trying to multitask my whole day. Yeah. You know, let me like run this load of laundry while this patient's in and then I'll stick yeah. it in the dryer for the next patient. It's like, yeah. no, boundaries. no, no, no. Boundaries can be good on both sides. So it also, too, you get to leave this yes. here and go home. And yes. all the energy that you are dealing with in this space, you know, you can cleanse it in some way, but you can not take it home with you. As exactly. As opposed to like you just going upstairs and then jumping right back into life. That's and exactly right. intermingled. Yes. That's really wonderful. And how is, how is your family adjusting to that too? Like, Great. My mom's wonderful. She helps a lot. <laughs> and Brian's like, you know, a really hands-on dad and partner. Yeah. Um, so he's great. Um, he'd always prefer me to be home more, but that's just, you know, but he is really very supportive. Yeah. Um, and the kids are so adorable that we like go to the grocery store and they're like, my mom has an office now. She doesn't work in our house anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the cashier is like, okay. <laughs> so they're supportive of it. Not that 
now that you're, even though you're not around as much? Yeah. I mean, it's a, a small amount. I'm still, okay. you know, every evening I'm home with them. Okay. I put, I take them to school in the, all mornings except one. Okay. My mom helps one morning okay. um, so that I can do it one early morning and then I would do one late, later day. Okay. Um, so yeah. it's, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not anything too crazy. I'm, I'm going for the gradual change. Yeah. Not like drastic, boom, everything at once, but... Well, you did have one kind of major thing. You um, quit teaching in a yoga studio. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I what did. was that like? So you taught this class for how many years? It was over nine, wow. almost ten years. And it was like different... I mean, it was basically the, essentially the same studio, but the space moved a little bit and then it changed hands. Yeah, the year. ownership changed three times. It had like three lifespans, incarnations. Yeah, okay. um, and the studio space changed like four times, I think. So um, but some of the students were the same for yeah. all that time. And others, you know, new, yeah. new students kind of came in. And we had such... It, we have such a family it is a family is a community of loving people who oh my god they they're so wonderful it was so bittersweet the decision was so tough Mm. so tough I am still really sad like on Thursday nights I'm like oh my god my heart hurts a little bit but our nomad teacher Erin took it over so it's in really good hands and I will make guest appearances I guess or you know oh. sub sub for her when she yeah. can't teach and you know I still want to be there I don't want to not be at the studio at all yeah so yeah we both are sort of transitioning out of the studio setting yeah yeah, yeah it's pretty uh it's pretty strange just because yeah. that's been the most consistent thing even beyond kids I've had it that class for longer than I've had kids wow. so it's been that's so wild steady and consistent in my life you know and I feel like I feel like even though it was such a wonderful thing and it left on I left on such a high note it was still just time like it's okay that it was just time yeah and I like that you said on a high note because sometimes that's when we should leave Right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, why am I going to wait for this to fizzle out? (laughs) Like, everything else in my life was calling for me to leave it. Like, I needed to be home with my kids. Not necessarily home, but everywhere else with my kids. (laughs) Running around like crazy. Um, I needed to do that. And then I needed to keep my energy here also. Because I do want to eventually, you know, have offerings in terms of classes for my patients and clients that are specific to them. Mm Um, I by no means want to have a yoga studio. I'm just making that clear. (laughs) But uh, just, yeah, just like pop-up classes or series or workshops or whatever. Um, So I need to focus my energy. I needed to hone it a little bit more. I think that's really important. And I think that the, you know, like you said, teaching in a studio was very consistent for you. Mm -hmm. Um, But we can, well, you didn't really do the whole running around from like, no, you, that was you, girl. You you had that covered. <laughs> 10 different studios and so that was 14 my, classes a week and whatever yeah, else you were doing. That was my consistency since, like, damn, a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to go all the way back to dancing, it was late 90s. <laughs> when I graduated. <coughs> college mm-hmm. um but for pilates and yoga it was like 2002 
I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that was the consistency. So this is sort of, we're both in this kind of mm-hmm. interesting space in between um, transition of, like, that's what I knew is just going from one place to one place to studio to studio private clients that I shifted out of that when I moved up here mm-hmm. that was a huge part of my career too and now it's now it's shifting to you know these teacher trainings and um which you're rocking the podcast yeah and, and dancing around in the 109 um so I'm still in the studio but just in a very different way uh but yeah I felt the same thing as you you know I felt that it was necessary. Everything else was telling me to. Mm-hmm. And I know there are like some little voices saying, hey, teach here. And I'm like, no. Um, yeah. But I really feel that that's where I am supposed to be right now are the, the teacher trainings because I really want to elevate the community and, and um, what, we, what we're offering, you know, like what we're shifting. Even us, like how we've talked about how we want to change the the uh, the teacher training for three hundred hour in a year or so yes. when we revisit it. Yes. How we want to look at that, and even how we want to sort of shift the two hundred hour. Yeah, for sure. Um, because we were, I feel we're we're I have a lot of in, I think that we do everything that we do through Nomad with a lot of integrity. Yes. Um, but you know we were kind of feel, kind of playing by the rules yeah. and so you know for yoga alliance purposes and because there is a really great formula for teacher training mm-hmm. but I want to even kind of continue to have that high level of of um, teaching but just change shift it a little bit because I do see a paradigm shift in the yoga world and I want us to be with that change yeah and we are slightly yes of it Yes, we are. We are. And I think it's important. Like it was a new program, you know, the first couple of times it's okay to have it be a little bit more, I guess we'll say within the, within the lines, you know, within the box. And then now we're starting to tweak it more and more. And, and it's, it's only natural that it's going to expand and and kind of morph into something else as we all are, as the teachers are. Definitely. Um, So I think it's, that's reflective of of us and it should be, it shouldn't just be, you know, oh, this is what we teach and that's it. Yeah. Rinse and repeat does not work for me. Right. Right. It doesn't feel authentic. It doesn't feel, it feels a little, it feels a little funny. It doesn't, it doesn't feel real. Yeah. Yeah. I feel stagnant. I'm very excited. Yeah, which is interesting for what you were saying earlier because you were saying how things are shifting so much, but then when you feel so kind of out of it, you go back to Ashtanga. Yeah. Right. It is like... It's both. It's both. It is. It's both. It's It's, the discipline. Did I send you that picture? There's like the Venn diagram of like discipline. I don't know what the other word is, but then in the middle where they intersect is flow. I think it was like freedom or yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen it somewhere. Yeah, but I do. I feel that we do need to kind of go back and forth, and I guess that's where I'm playing with now. Is yes, we need to have discipline, and what we we uh, taught, what we teach in the three hundred hours, like having that conventional wisdom and then Mm -hmm. shifting to a post-conventional, right? We can't go to post-conventional wisdom without Without. knowing the rules. So here are the rules, and now let's shift them a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it's what I have tattooed on my body. It's practice, non-attachment. It's that same, it all boils down. I feel like somehow everything circles back to that, those concepts. Yes. Of like, you gotta gotta have some ground. You gotta be somewhere before you can go anywhere. Yeah. 
And then you can't just be floaty up here, but you also can't be stuck down here. Yes, I'm with you. I do. I think you have a really good balance of of the two. Even if you don't think that you do, you do. (laughs) Thank you. It really, it helps to hear that from somebody who I also feel that about. Oh, because I sometimes don't think that I do. I know. We don't think a lot of things about ourselves, and we yeah. think a lot of false things about ourselves. And yeah. it's really, we're all here to remind each other of, like, how wonderful we are and then where we need work, yeah. where, where we need to grow, and where, you know, we're all, like, in contract with each other. <laughs> we are. We are definitely under contract with each other, conscious or unconscious, because mm-hmm. we're constantly reflecting back and forth. So since you just said that word, reflecting, um, yeah. I have a little story to share, and I've yes. I've shared it with a couple of like close people, and I've like cried every time I said it, and it's um it just ha- so two mornings ago, Wednesday morning, I was right here where we are, my I was set up my yoga mat, and it was my it was a day where I was feeling a little imposter syndromey okay. and anxious, and just I was already in kind of a bad space, and so. I went back to Ashtanga, and I was doing primary series right here in front of this window. And there's a martial arts studio next door, um, and they have an adult program in the mornings. They have adult jujitsu, and I, and the guy over there was like, "You should come and try. You know, you should come." And usually, anything movement based, I'm like down for. I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, I got this. Like, this is awesome. I love moving my body. Anything goes." But with that, I was like, Meh, "I don't know if I could do that." Like, I got kind of intimidated already, you know. So that was in the back of my mind, but I see a car pull up right into this front space and a woman gets out and she's definitely a jujitsu, like she looked like a jujitsu queen. She looked super badass, <laughs> super badass, like in the whole getup, wearing the outfit, got the bag that says like UFC on it. I was like, whoa, this girl could like kick my ass. She's got muscles. She's like yeah. fit. Her hair was like shaved underneath and like her bun was on top of her head. She just like anything she's- badass that you can have, like tattoos. I was like, yep, she got the whole thing. <laughs> I was like, whoa, you know? So she's looking in the window and she's like squinting her eyes and like turning her head and like looking at me with like, like checking me out. And I was like, whoa, like I immediately went into myself. And then she even got like a little like dirty, dirty look on her face and was like judging and like. And you were doing your primary. mm -hmm, I was doing my practice and I just kept moving, but I I immediately got like self-conscious and like felt super judged. And then. I remembered that there's a reflective covering on the windows and nobody can see in. They just see a reflection of themselves. Wow. Mm-hmm. I just got crazy mm-hmm. chills up and down my body. I know. Wow. I know. I got smacked over the head by the universe yeah. with that one, with that message. Like, okay, gotcha. Hear ya. Yeah hear you loud and clear like I just want to you know tell that girl like I love you you're so badass like Mm -hmm. don't look at yourself like that you're amazing and I also want to remind that girl inside of me yeah like I love you you're amazing yeah you're a badass (laughs) (laughs) wow I feel like we need to end with Samantha's a badass (laughs) Phoebe is a badass (laughs) (laughs) I'll take it I'm learning to uh, embrace that as well so Mm -hmm. that's so cool thank you for 
for sharing that. I'm glad I did. I wasn't sure if I, if we, there was going to be a, an opening for it, but I'm glad that there was. There always is. Mm-hmm. There always is in the space in between. Come on, Sam. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, thanks. Is there anything else, or do we end with Sam's about us? <laughs> I think we, yeah, let's I think end we with, can end there. Yeah, Sam's about us. Thank you, Phoebe. Uh-huh. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Yeah. I love you, too. You all are badasses. <laughs> all right, then. So I hope you enjoyed our time with Samantha. I always do. It's such a joy sitting with her and hearing what's going on in her world and diving in together and seeing what happens there um yeah and if you want to join us we'll both be leading our 200 hour teacher training so 200 hours and beyond uh so samantha will be one of my uh, lead teachers with me and um yeah that's happening september through december and that's 200 hours and beyond as i mentioned before And yeah, we have other things happening, as I mentioned earlier. So just go and find out all about those things at Nomad Always at Home. Have a good one.